I did watch The Boys. Oh, shit. What's it called? Diabolical. Diabolical. I watched the first episode. It's on my list. I don't know. It's okay. It's animated. It is very violent, just like The Boys. So if you're into that kind of thing. Which I am. The first one was only like 10 minutes long. So they're real. They're shorts. So oh, they're okay. An- good. Animated shorts. And so they are all, you know, self-contained stories. So that's kind of nice. You can just pretty much watch whatever one you want. I don't know how many there are. Maybe Not six. Not either. I didn't really know much about it. I knew that they were talking about doing something. I didn't realize it was coming this quickly. Yeah, the first episode, there is absolutely no dialogue, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. And I think that's it. That you've watched? You watched a whole 10-minute thing and that's a it? A whole 10-minute thing in the past week. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of cookie booths. I have also been not in my home. I spent a month in my home, and now I haven't been in my home for over a week because uh, I've had rehearsal and just so much shit going on. So I am super duper behind. I watched the finale of Euphoria last Sunday night. It's so good. So good. So good. So good. It's not okay for children. I don't care how old they are. It's just not. <laughs> Other than that, the only thing that I've even been able to squeeze in is because if I have five minutes, it's like right after school and kids are here. So I stumbled upon this show on Amazon. It's called Last One Laughing. Apparently, there's one in like every country. Like Brazil has one, Canada has one, Australia has one, Germany has one. I watched the Canadian version. It is eight comedians from that country are put into a room for six hours and they are not allowed to laugh. The whole point is they're attempting to crack each other up. They get a warning if they smile, laugh, or cover their mouths to like hide a smile or a laugh. That's so they get a yellow warning and then their second, then they get, if they get a second one, then they're out. And then the last one standing gets $100,000 for their charity. That's awesome. Yeah. The Canada version had like, Canadian comedic royalty. Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall. Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyways? Caroline Ray. One of the guys from Letterkenny. I know I'm forgetting people. Um, Mae Martin, who I find is hilarious. Oh, and Tom Green. Freaking Tom Green. Huh? I, he was not my thing back in the day. No, same. I worked with a girl who really got me into the movie Freddy Got Fingered, and it made me laugh so hard. And I think I have to introduce my kids now to Tom Green because they are obsessed. They're like, I was like, this is tame Tom Green. Classic Tom Green is like seriously off the wall insane. And he has gotten really good looking. He's really? he's 50 now and he's got long hair. And I was like, oh, Tom Green, where you been? It was really funny. I think the episodes are only 30 minutes. I think there's six episodes total. I laughed so hard. I don't know how these people did it. And they didn't. They all went out like one by one. But there was moments, just simple things that would have had me on the floor. So that's one. That's something that if you want to check it out. The Australian version has Rebel Will. Uh, is her name Wilson? Uh, yes. The girl from Pitch Perfect. Yep. She's the host on that one. Um, The Canadian ones, the host is Jay Baruchel, who is the voice of Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, He's been in a bunch of stuff with like Seth Rogen and shit. Yeah. Quite fun. Oh, and then the kids and I went and saw The Batman last night with... The Batman. With Robert Pattinson, Twilight. It is not a kid's movie. These people in front of us had a bunch of four-year-olds in there, and somebody's beaten to death in the first few minutes. Violently beaten to death. Don't bring your kids to this. This is The Dark Knight on Emo. Speaking of emo people and violence... 
we are here talking to you about Yellow Jackets, Episode 7. It is called No Compass, which we told you last time, if you were paying attention. Were you paying attention? You weren't paying Probably attention. Probably not. It's called No Compass. And Tiffany, it is your turn to start us out. Well, hi, Tiffany, by the way. Hi, Tiffany. Welcome hi. to the So Original Podcast. Okay, now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, start us off. Yeah, I finally have a little bit of a voice. It still sounds kind of shitty, but I finally have a bit of a voice. So here we go. We are picking up pretty much where we left off from the last episode, um, where adult Thaisa is waking up outside, you know, in the midst of her dirt snack because her phone is going off and then it's the blackmailer and Nat saying, hey, let's go. Let's do this shit. Let's go drop this money. But she hasn't gone far, though, because, like, the camera pans out, and she's just standing at a potted plant right outside her apartment. <laughs> yeah. And I'm super confused. I was like, where is this tree Sammy keeps talking about? Because I have yet to see it. But anyways, so she goes inside, and she starts to clean the dirt off her hands. And honestly, it's taking her forever. I don't know what the hell's taking so long. <laughs> just wash that shit off. And then she's cleaning her bite wound and disinfecting it, and she's crying. She wraps it in an ace bandage. And then leaves all that dirt in the sink for Simone to clean up. Like, like she's not already pissed off at her enough. She's like, well, here's this mess, bitch. Bye. And she gets another text from Nat telling her to hurry the fuck up. In the woods. Uh, you know how many times I have put in my notes that her name is Val when her name is Van? But here we go. <laughs> so in the woods, Van is telling Thaisa that everyone thinks she's crazy about leaving to, you know, go look for help. Everyone thinks this is a bad idea. But Thaisa says, I don't care. I don't care what anybody thinks. We're starving. The animals have, have migrated. There's no hunting to be done. And it's only going to get colder. Like, dying feels like falling asleep colder. And these girls right now are rocking shorts. And, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't know what time of year this is. But anyways. And also, Misty's hair is super cute in this episode. Like, I think she's got it in a banana clip. And I am loving it. It is <laughs> young. Young Misty's hair is adorbs. And she should wear it all, all the time. So, as everybody's talking about Tysa leaving, there's, like, a big group of them, and they're all just, like, talking about whether this is a good idea or not. Laura Lee decides to consult Lottie, because she's the knower of all things. She asks her what she thinks, and Lottie says, I don't know. And Laura Lee's like, what the fuck? You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be our prophet here. JV girl brings up a good point, and she says it's unfair for Tysa to go and take food and supplies that they would need with her. She's like, that's not fair. You have to think about us. You have to think about everybody. Shauna's like, well, she can't go out there with nothing. That's insane. If this is our only option to go for help, we have to, like, at least give her a stop. And Nat's like, well, I like that she's leaving. (laughs) She's kind of a bitch. But she's not taking the gun with her because I like that. And that's how Travis and I hump. And um, (laughs) we're just going to keep that, okay? Tyson says, well, I'll take stuff we don't use every day. I'll take one of the axes and a compass. And Jackie says, hey, by the way, there's a flare gun in the dead guy's plane. She's like, what? I don't care if Taisa goes. I think it's a great idea. See ya, bye-bye. I don't like her either. And I was like, better her than me, man. Better her than me. So Laura Lee asked Taisa, what if you're wrong? What if out there there's nothing? Taisa says, well, if I'm wrong, I'll die out there. But either way, I'm leaving an hour. Bye, guys. See ya. Peace. Give me your gum and whatever you don't like, and uh, I'll see you guys later. I still don't understand how they haven't been found. You could see the wreckage from the air. Remember the drone footage and you could totally see part of the plane? No. Was there drone? When was this? This was like the first episode. Like the end of the first episode. And they had to file a flight plan. And even if they had deviated from their flight plan because of the storm, 
Like, couldn't they have just asked an experienced pilot, hey, if there was a really bad storm right here, where would you have gone to get around it? Like, I just, I can't believe that nobody is... I can't believe that planes aren't passing by constantly. Right. Like... I I don't understand this at all. I, I mean, they. I mean, they lost their beeper, but it beeped for a while. They have to have a general idea where they're at. Certainly not nineteen months to, to figure it out. Thank you. Bullshit. Not, nineteen months. Not one plane flies over that entire area. And obviously, the guy lived in that cabin. Sure, he flew a plane, but there's civilization there, and he has to be close enough within a flight thing to supplies, a general yeah. store, there's or canned ba- food. Or, or like a drop site or something. Yeah. Why aren't people looking for the dead guy? You know, know, that he hasn't come around for supplies in a while. Well, maybe we should check on him. Right. Nah. He's got so much ammo. We don't want to show up unannounced. Truth. So Laura Lee goes to Lottie and asks her, why didn't you tell them about your dream? Lottie's like, she wouldn't have listened. It doesn't matter. And then she goes over to like their fire pit and she yanks a bone out and says, this didn't burn at all. And I was like, well, from what I learned from making a murderer. Thank you. You, you need an accelerant and it needs to get really super hot uh-huh. to burn bones. Uh-huh. So that's not weird, Lottie. <laughs> that's not weird that there's still bones left. Lottie, calm down. So cut to Thaisa and the quintessential move for a woman who is fierce and determined. She's going to cut her hair super short. I was like, hair keeps you warm, bitch. What are you doing? <laughs> Van tells her she looks hot and also she's coming with her. For some reason, she tells her the story about how she went to New York City when she was seven, and instead of doing cool stuff, she went to see cats, and I was like, I feel yeah, that would be very <laughs> disappointing, Van. She says, I want to go back to New York with you. I'm not going to die out here without at least trying. And with you as our fearless leader, we might actually make it. Then Mari and Akila come over, and they say that they're going to. I was like, they're sending the people of color and the lesbians on the suicide mission. Mm-hmm. I see this you. This is what it came down to. Not cool. Mm-hmm. Inside, inside the cabin, Natalie walks into a room where Travis is packing. She's like going somewhere. He says, not to sound like a sexist tool, but I feel like they need a guy with them, which is funny because that's exactly what a sexist tool would say. Mm-hmm. And she's obviously upset and she tells him that she doesn't want him to leave. I think she almost says, I think I might love you, but, right. but right. she doesn't. But she says enough that it convinces him to stay. Outside, Lottie gives Van this bone that she pulled out of the charred deer. And she says, take this. I think it will keep you safe. Then she tells her about this dream that she had. She said there was red smoke and a river of blood. Just promise me you'll keep this disgusting bone I gave you with you at all times. And Van says, sure. So inside, Misty is watching Coach outside the window. He's sitting with Thaisa, and everyone's hugging each other bye. And she runs out and says she's coming. She tells Ben, I mean Coach, I think the team really needs me right now. And he tries to act sad. He's like, oh, Misty, that's so brave. I'll do my best without you. And she says, I'll come back for you. I promise. And he's probably like, please don't. So we've got the team assembled of who has decided to go and the ones who are staying are Lorley, Lottie, Jackie, Coach, Shauna, Natalie, and Travis. Oh, and Javi. I forgot about him entirely until he came on. I was like, oh shit, that kid's still here. (laughs) Same. Okay. So back to the adults. An adult Nat is waiting outside her motel for Shauna and Thaisa. And she's mad because they've taken so long. And Shauna says, well, we have families and lives and can't just jump at your beck and call and crawl out a window or whatever. 
she's like, I mean, never mind. That was mean. (laughs) So Nat puts his money in this bag, and it's just this tiny little stack of money. And Shauna is so unimpressed with how small this stack is. She's like, I thought it would be a lot bigger. If Ocean's Eleven has told me anything, that should have been a lot bigger stack. So she's got this tracker. It's one of Amazon's bestsellers. She spent a lot of money on it, probably twenty nine ninety five, mm-hmm. and goes to put it in the bag. But they have just this teeny tiny little brick of money in this giant bag. Obviously, somebody's going to see this tracker in there. So Shana decides to raid the room service cart, which happens to be outside at 2 a.m. for some reason. I don't know. So she pulls towels and um, a chip bag, and she throws the tracker in that and fills up this bag. Nat's kind of making fun of her for this bag, and she says, where did you get that? She's like, oh, Callie made it for Jeff back when she was cute. I was like, Shauna is savage. Shauna hates her kids so fucking much. I kind of do too, but I get it. And then she's like, I took it out of Jeff's special keepsakes. And I was like, that is such a dick move. Like, what? That's so rude. So she hides the tracker in the empty chip bag and throws it in the bag. And Nat says, she's going to make the drop. And so she's like, give me your keys to Taisa. And Taisa's like, that's my baby. And it was so... Donna from Parks and Rec. Like, I laugh really hard. Like, that's my baby. Oh, my bands. So, anyways, Nat says, you guys, I'm going to go make the drop. You guys go around the corner to the next street over and wait for me and watch the tracker on your phone. Back in the cabin with the teens, Shauna is trying to go down the lake because everybody's going down the lake for some reason. I don't know why. They didn't really say why. And I don't know if they're waving the others off and this is as far as they're willing to walk. I don't know. But Jackie physically stops her, gets in front of her, and demands to know what's going on. And Shauna's like, nothing's going on. What are you talking about? She's like, you liar. And she's like, okay. And she's totally blocking away. Jackie has lost her shit. Jackie is not doing well in the woods. She needs her tennis lessons and her sweaters, and she just can't stand anymore. Obviously, you're hiding something from me, and it's making me feel like I'm crazy. It's like the time your parents separated, and you told me your dad got a job as the president of Hello Kitty. And I laughed really hard. And she's like, that's what's more convincing as you have been for the last few weeks. She's like, you've been sneaking around, whispering with Thaisa. You've been distant and weird. What did I do? Why don't you want to be my best friend anymore? And that's when Shauna kind of feels bad. She's like, oh, yeah, well, it's because I'm pregnant. And um, Thaisa found out about it. And so I've just been talking to her because I don't want to talk to you. Jackie is completely blown away that Shauna lost her virginity and never told her. And I was like, what is this? Why does Jackie feel like she's got ownership over Shauna's, Shauna's hymen? It's so weird. She's like, so what, how, who, what, where? And Shauna says, um, it was Randy. It was totally Randy. Laura Lee walks in and they both look at her like, oh, God. And Jackie says, it's fine. It's going to be fine, Shauna. We'll get through this together and gives her a big hug like, oh, God, I finally figured out what's wrong with my friend and now we can be friends again. Yeah. I like it when people say that we're going to go through this together, except for Shauna is the one who is pregnant. So actually, they're not really going to go through it together. I I will push it out of my butthole for you, (laughs) Shauna. It's going to be Shauna. At the drop site, Natalie puts this bag of the money and the trash and the towels into a closed donation box. Thaisa and Shauna are waiting in Shauna's car. They're talking about how Thaisa paid for Natalie's rehab. She sure does love to bring that up. She does. Pretty shitty. Yeah, great friend, Ty. Thaisa says, you know, we have families, but what does Natalie have? I mean, besides Travis, who was a train wreck and also dead. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her, so I do what I can. Um, Obviously, they're talking about, like, what she did back in the woods. Natalie hops into the back seat. She says she took so long because she was buying booze from a gas station. And Shauna's like, where did you find a gas station in Jersey that sells liquor at 2 a.m.? And she says she bought it off the clerk. Duh. 
So they have this phone with the tracking screen pulled up and they're just going to sit there and drink until it starts to move, I guess. I'm confused, like, what liquor store doesn't sell liquor or a gas station of liquor at 2 a.m.? Like, our gas stations sell liquor around the clock. They don't do that here? Our gas stations don't sell liquor, for one thing. They just sell beer. Um, And I don't know, not wine either. We just got wine into grocery stores a few years ago. You had to go to a liquor store. You have to go to a liquor store to get liquor. That's the only place you can get liquor in Tennessee. Uh, And I don't know what Jersey is like. I mean, we have liquor stores, but we don't. Like, that's not a thing. There's not, like, a liquor store on every corner kind of thing. It's just you go to the gas station and there's a beer cooler and there's, like, bottles of, like, Fireball behind the counter. That's what you just do. Okay. All right. Hey, Michigan, we're keeping it real. All right. (laughs) Cool. In the woods, Van has put the bone on a necklace and wearing it as, like, her talisman, Lucky Rabbit's foot. And... Ty is so confused. Like, why would you wear that? It's a bone. And she's like, because Lottie said so. And she's like, um, if this is a horror movie, Lottie would be the villain. Why? And then, I know. I don't know why either. And Van's like, if this is a horror movie, you'd be the first to die. And I was like, oh, oh. some racist, oh. racist shit right there. And that's what Ty says. Why? Because I'm black. And she's like, no, because you're the skeptical one. And they always go first. She's like, listen, Lottie predicted prom queen last year and the whole Mr. Jenkins scandal. So I am 100% team Lottie. I know. I think she knows her shit. I was like, uh, I don't know. I think the person shoveling dirt into their face at midnight might be looking like the villain. Right. She, well, that's the reason she's going to die. She's out for her dirt snack and she's Ugh. just nuts. So adult Misty is in her house. In her kitchen, Phantom of the Opera is playing loudly, and we can hear screams of, Misty, I know you can fucking hear me, coming up from her basement. Obviously, it's Jessica. And Misty is on her iPad watching Kevin Tan roll around naked in bed by himself. So, like, he's obviously in Nat's room, and it's so weird. I was like, mm-hmm. he's just tossing it in a turn-in, and he's naked. <laughs> I don't know what, and I was so confused at first. I was like, where is this camera at? And I was like, oh, that's his Nat's room. She's just not there. So Misty goes and puts on some white coveralls and some gloves and unlocks the basement door because bitch got things to do. He's a cop and he hasn't realized that Natalie has is gone for hours. Yeah, is this this hmm, suspend your disbelief? Suspend your disbelief. All right, I'll try. So back in the car with the blackmail squad and the tracker still has not moved. Shauna is throwing back booze like there's no tomorrow. She asks Ty, "How's the family? How's the campaign? Everything's fine." Shauna asks what happened to Tice's hand. She says nothing. And Natalie says, well, in case anyone cares, I've been fucking Kevin Tran. Shauna's like, the goth guy? And Nat says, well, he's a cop now and he's super nice. And they're like, wow, that's amazing, Natalie. Suddenly the phone beeps and the tracker is moving. They start to strap in to drive and Shauna's like, oh. And I was literally thinking at the moment, I was like, I don't think Shauna should be driving. And then Shauna says, I don't think I should be driving. And I was like, okay, thank you. So Taisa hops in the driver's seat. Back in the cabin, Natalie walks into Travis's room. I was like, is he rooming with a coach now? I don't know. He has to be. I think they finally put the boy. They had some sons put all the boys in one room. Finally. She immediately jumps on him and takes off her shirt. And they're stripping. She's telling him she's so glad he stayed. She is totally ready to have sex. But he wants to use a condom. And he's never used one before, obviously, because it's taken him a while to get it on. And she's like, "I, I could help you. And he's like, I could do it. And she tries to, like, kind of talk a little bit sexy, like, oh, I want you so bad. And he's like, please stop. Please stop. Now he's lost his boner. 
and he tries to get it back. The scene is so, all so awkward, but it's a lost cause. He can't get his boner back. He gets up and he just puts on his pants and basically runs away. Meh, poor Travis. I know. Travis is like toxic masculinity on 11. Mm, oh my God. So teen Jackie is trying to get Shauna to tell her everything about sex with Randy. She wants positions. She wants details. She wants to know how long it lasted. Shauna says it was one time and it only lasted a few minutes. We were really drunk. I think she said on Mountain Dew. I don't, I'm, did I hear that wrong? Maybe she said Malibu and I didn't, I missed it because I was typing. Oh, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was Malibu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I've been there, Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> so Jackie's like, oh, when did this happen? And Shauna's like, um, I think it was the night of Mari's birthday party. I remember you and Jeff bailed early. And Jackie's like, oh, yeah, that's right. And then she says it for a second. She's like, wait. Are you sure it was that night? Because I had to go back and give Randy a ride home because he puked in the pool. And I was like, I had a pool and everybody puked in my pool and it's gross. Which <laughs> so I was like, yeah, we were both really drunk. <laughs> so much for making it special, right? <laughs> Jackie, you don't, you can tell by her face that she knows she's lying. And she's like, so Shauna, um, what are you going to do? And Shauna's like, I don't fucking know. I tried a homemade abortion. I couldn't do it. So I don't know. I guess I just die. I don't, I guess I don't I'm know. I'm having a baby. Point. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this made me laugh really hard, too. I know. The Suicide Squad who's out there looking for help or in the woods or on a campfire and van is telling everyone the plot to while you were sleeping she's breaking it all down and as she's telling it they hear wolves howling and they get super scared and heist's like no worries guys wolves are scared of humans and they don't sound super close and i was like as coach told us if they have a big enough pack they can take down anything so you guys are fucked Mari is terrified she's got her sweater tied around her neck and she's super scared about all of it they're kind of calm for a second and then Van jumps right back into the story she's like so anyways Sandra Bullock and I was like I loved that movie so I'm here with you Van so back in the present Misty is watching while you were sleeping with Jessica in the basement and Jessica's finally like okay Misty what do you want for me I mean what's it gonna take for me to get out of this situation and Misty's like hey listen I just want the truth so Jessica says, um, well, your haircut is unflattering. I was like, rude. <laughs> uh, um, Misty says, well, if getting you to tell me the truth the easy way isn't going to work, is there something else I should try? And she's like, I'm protecting my friends. I connected all the dots and they all lead back to you. The blackmailing, the stalking, the killing Travis. And Jessica says, really? Blackmail? And I was like, whoa, she did not say anything about murder. She didn't cut- She didn't say, hey, I didn't murder anybody. <laughs> I did not blackmail you guys. <laughs> I know. And Missy's like, we both know what you did. Jessica's like, well, you think it's me. If you really knew, I wouldn't be here. Missy says, you seem really calm about the fact that I have you handcuffed to a bed with duct tape on your mouth. I just, I think that's weird. And this is when Jessica says, it's not my first hostage situation. And I was like, oh, dial that back. I need to know more. <laughs> like, what's happening here? So Misty says, well, here's the thing. I can't figure out. How did you know about the symbol? And just like Jessica's like, what symbol? Taisa Turner hired me to look into everyone who made it back from the wilderness to find out if anyone would talk and mess up her campaign. That's it. But here's the thing. I know Travis was murdered. You might not be sure, but I am. Let me go and I'm going to tell you everything. We could be partners. We could be, you know, citizen detectives together and find out who killed Travis together. And Misty is not hearing any of this because Misty is me. And she's like, what happened to the last person who held you hostage? Can we go back to that? And Jessica said, they lived happily ever after. And I was like, bitch, they did not. Misty says, well, this has been fun. And hauls off and just smacks Jessica across the face. And she's like, you only have leverage if I'm not willing to make you talk. 
which in this case means you have no leverage at all because I'm a crazy bitch and I'm Mm going to do all sorts of things to you. So she puts the tape back over her mouth and then just heads on back upstairs like, I got shit to plan and it's going to involve an axe and me hobbling you a la misery. Bye. Oh, God. Okay. Well, here's Javi. Cut to Javi. I was like, hey, hey where Javi, have you been? I where have you been? I forgot about you, Javi. Where have you been? I've been up in the attic. He's up in the attic getting into shit. And, and like, haven't we had this discussion before? Don't mess around with other people's stuff. That is rude, Javi. Shauna catches him. He says he was looking for the hunting knife. And she's like, get out of my shit, you little punk. Why do you even want a knife? And he says he wants it for an art project. I was like, oh, journaling and art. Javi. He's so weird. Yeah, she gives him the knife and tells him, be careful with it because you're four. And so he leaves and she grabs her journal off the floor and decides to hide it up in the rafters of the attic. So back in the present, Taisa and the blackmail game have followed the tracker to a warehouse. Natalie gets out. She is ready to kick some ass. Sean and Ty are like, okay, uh, we're doing this. So they get out too. Natalie is slamming this poor dude up against his truck. She's got the gun pointed at his face. Trying to get him to talk. He's like, lady, I just work here. Suddenly, the back of the truck opens and somebody in a ski mask runs out and down this alley. So, now we start chasing. They're in a kind of department store. Like, it was no, it's like, like a-, a Goodwill. It's a charitable donation place. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, because they picked it up from the yeah. clothing donation box. I yeah. was like, what yeah. is this? So, Ty eventually tackles this guy, but he punches her or, like, elbows her. He, head- face he headbutts her. He Ugh, headbutts her. I missed that. And I was like, what happened? And he gets away. And, like, as he's running, he runs into this display. And it was a display of glitter, I guess. And glitter just, like, explodes everywhere. And it, like, slow-mos with this glitter going everywhere. So this glitter is obviously going to be something important going forward, I, I feel like. So Shauna is in the car. She's trying to drive to the front of the store to, like, head this guy off at the pass. But whoever this is gets into... His car, her car, his car, I guess they've decided it's a guy, and drives away before Shauna can cut him off and before Thaisa and Natalie can catch up to him again. Natalie goes to shoot at the car, but Thaisa knocks the gun away. She does still fire one shot, but it's not anywhere near the car. The guy also dumped all the stuff out of the bag into the parking lot, so no more trackers. So they're pretty much out of options. Back in the car again, Nat says, well, I wasn't going to kill him. Not that we haven't done worse. What have you done? Tell us. Taisa says, well, now they have 50 grand and no we're wanted them. And Natalie says, I'm not going to let that happen. Because uh, she says they, they're onto him. He says, what if they spill our secrets just oh, yeah, to yeah, spite yeah, yeah. us? Yeah. Natalie says she's not going to let that happen. Pull over or I'm going to jump out. So Shauna pulls over. Natalie says, I'm not just doing this for us. This is for Travis. He wouldn't kill himself. I know you think I'm crazy, but you guys are just as fucked up as I am. You're just better at hiding it. Truth. Mm-hmm. She says, if you're not going to help me, I'll do it myself. And she gets out, slams the door, walks away. I love they're running through that store. And Tysa says to Nat, take the wings. I'm going to go down the front just like at State. So they were doing soccer moves, chasing oh, that guy through the store. Damn, is that too? Yeah. So um, back in the woods, teenage Misty is by a creek her and van van goes to like grab a a handful of water and the water is bright red she like rubs the bone like oh shit and mari says didn't lottie say something about this and she's like what else did she say like a cloud of red smoke that was in her dream right and tyson says well last night i dreamed i went water skiing with princess diana so um she gonna show up soon i just i'm curious Mm -hmm. 
Missy says it's possible that the water is red because of minerals in it. Maybe there's too much iron. And I was like, does she live in my town? Because that's how our water is here. <laughs> oh, no. Tyson says, whatever. We just need to keep going. This is when I want Mari is hiking with a sweater tied around her shoulders. <laughs> it's not very 90s. It's very 80s. So I don't know yes. what the deal is that. So... So they go to leave, but the compass is suddenly freaking out and just spinning. It can't find north anymore. It's just, obviously, there's something magnetic or something going on here. And Tysa comes to the conclusion that maybe the iron that's in the water that they're standing right next to may be messing with the compass. And she's like, let's get from the, away from the water and see if the compass chills out. And Mari says, no, um, this is all a sign. We need to go back. And Van says, wait, the stream and the compass, it's a pretty weird coincidence, right? She's like, Remember what Lottie said about the plane, about how it didn't want him to leave? Like, aren't you guys scared? Because I'm starting to get scared. Tyson voice of reason is like, you're saying the woods don't want us to leave, right? Like, it, the woods are woods. It's bullshit. And so are Lottie's dreams and omens. We don't need the compass. We'll just use the sun to travel south and we can place stones or something under trees, you know, to mark our way. She's like, there's a solution for everything, an explanation for everything. If you want to go back, fucking go. I'm losing daylight and I'm going. So she starts stomping off and they all kind of look at each other like, okay, let's follow her because I don't want to be out here in the woods by myself another night. So let's just keep going. You can keep going. Oh, this next scene just made me cringe all over the fucking place. I just can't fucking believe that Shauna is this stupid. I can't believe either one of them. So um, adult Shauna gets home. It's four in the morning and she goes to pull in her driveway and there is Adam and his truck just waiting there in her driveway. And she's like, it's four in the morning. What the fuck are you doing here? And he says, we're out late. And I was like, ew, is this like a controlling thing? Right? Yeah. Who are you to not say anything about where I am? Maybe if you were my husband wondering where I am, but no. And she's like, how long have you been here? And he's like, long enough to either be out of my mind, but not full stalker. And I was like, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you hit full stalker probably an hour and a half ago. Uh, how about back in the hotel three episodes that ago? That too. Okay. That too. He's got a lot of stalker tendencies. And she's like, where is my family? And what if they were here? He's like, I didn't see their cars. So I wasn't too concerned. I thought it was safe. And he's like, so what are we doing, Shauna? And she's like, are you serious? <laughs> what happened to the whole go with the flow thing? And he's like, I think we could be something. She's like, you are so fucking fake. You said you were an artist and a free thinker. You're out of control for one minute and you're freaking out. So she goes to like storm off and go to the house and he grabs her really violently by the arm and drags her back. And he's like, this right here had been like, this is the end for me. I'm out. Uh-huh. I, don't care. I don't care if you tell my husband, I'm done. And he says, nice try, but I know you feel the same way I do. Every cell in your body wants to blow things up and see what happens. That's just who you are. That's a quick cut to the two of them, like, throwing themselves through her front door, like, tearing clothes off and kissing, and they're just going to start screwing in her house. And I was like, you have, what are you doing? Like, what is happening right now? You're both horrible, horrible people. Uh Uh-huh. Speaking of horrible people, Ugh. Natalie is now back in her room, and she puts this gun, this was Kevin's gun, back in the holster and puts it on the table, sneaks back into bed with him. This is also where I noted that he was a deep sleeper for a cop. So that night in the woods, young Tysa and Van and company have made a fire, getting ready for bed. Tysa tells them, this is so exciting. We're one step closer to going home. Van says, we don't need a speech. We need to sleep. Tysa says, all right, whatever. I'll take the first watch. This is what I had in my notes. What would they even do if they saw a wolf? Like, 
Uh, What was their plan? What was their plan? I have thoughts about that scene, too. Mm. Okay, so cut to the basement with Misty, and she's telling Jessica what she loves about fentanyl. And I'm like, okay. It's deadly, but legal, and whenever anyone dies from it, they just call it an overdose. And she's sitting there, and she's injecting these chocolates with this fentanyl and saying, everyone loves chocolate, especially your dad, right? Doesn't he live at this certain nursing home at this address? And Jessica's face is just slowly falling as Misty goes through this speech. Misty says, I spoke to his nurse, Dolores, and she promised to make sure your dad gets his favorite dessert from his favorite daughter. And Jessica's like, okay, 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 okay. (laughs) I was at Travis's before he died, but he wouldn't talk. I even bought him a nice bottle of whiskey to loosen him up. So that's where that bottle on the table. $200 bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. She says, I went home, but after I heard about his death, I was suspicious. Travis's bank account was closed right after he died. Someone other than him emptied his account. Whoever has that money probably killed Travis. I was like, it's damn Hobby going through shit again. He's just tailing everybody's crap. <laughs> Stay out of my shit, Hobby. <laughs> I know. I have, I, where is Hobby? Like, did he make it back? I need to know these things. I know. Me too. That's what I was saying. I need to know this. So it's the next morning and Shauna wakes up and she's conveniently still in bed with Adam when she hears Jeff's car pull in. And I was like, oh, that's a shame. I can't imagine that happened. (laughs) So she wakes Adam up and tells him he's got to go. He's got to go hide. Try to go out the window. Oh, no, can't go out the window. That screen's rusted shut. So she tells him to go get in the closet. And she goes and quick gets back in bed like she just woke up. And Jeff comes in and he says, oh, sorry, I was out all night. Um, we had the inventory thing, remember? And then an early delivery this morning. So I figured I should just, it was just better for me to stay at work. And she's like, oh, okay. And he starts to like open the closet door and like get dressed and put his stuff in the hamper. Which, um, good for you, Jeff. Because I seem I like Jeff would be an underwear on the floor guy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you can just leave that stuff on the bed because the hamper's in the laundry room and not in the closet like normal. So it's weird. Oh, and last night, Callie slept at a friend's house, and I was super bored, and I just ate soup. Yep. And I was like, oh, good cover. Good cover. Good cover. (laughs) Jess says, hey, you know what? I'm going to get in the shower. So Shauna offers to make him some eggs. And as soon as Jeff is like, he hasn't even barely walked out the door. She's jumping up in the closet. And she's like, tells Adam, you need to get out. Listen for the water to run, and then count to 10, and then leave. And I was like, why can't you be the lookout and then send his ass out the door? Well, I was like, have you done this before? I mean, just wait till the water, count to 10, and then get out. Like my other boyfriend. How does Jeff not notice his truck sitting there? Like, he's not like, <laughs> whose truck is that? At my house. Suspend your, what did you say? Disbelief. Yes. Ugh. Okay. Stupid. <sighs> Keep going. Oh, I don't want this one. This one's awful. You have to break Kevin's heart. I know. I have to break everybody's heart today. So Nat is asleep in the hotel room and Kevin is getting up and getting dressed and he goes over to grab his gun and sees that the one little snap on the back of the holster is unsnapped. So he goes and pulls the gun out and he checks the clip and he realizes that he's missing a bullet and he's looking at Nat and Nat wakes up and he's like, hey, did you fuck around with my gun? And she's like, I robbed a liquor store. (laughs) Ha ha. Just kidding. I went out for smokes and I took it with me for protection. And then I went to this park and I like sat on this bench and I started fucking around with it and I fired a gun. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that seems totally plausible. And she's like, no worries. I fired it into the dirt. No one got hurt. He's like, you realize I have to account for every round in my service pistol, right? You know that? 
And she's like, um, no, I actually did not know that. So that's problematic. <laughs> um, he's like, you're going to get your ass out of bed. We're going to get dressed. You're going to take me to the park and show me where you fired the gun so I can find the round. And she's like, I don't remember. He's like, you don't remember? I don't believe you. <laughs> did you commit a crime and use my gun? And she's like, <sighs> like, she's just getting like irritated. And he says, I thought we had something. I thought this was real. What is fucking wrong with you? And she's like, that's the thing. We were just fucking. Your high school crush was cute, but now it's kind of pathetic. And I was like, what? where is this coming from? I don't understand. He says, fuck you. And he leaves. And I was like, I don't, I just don't understand. Like, originally she was using him for information, so that makes sense there. But then, like, when she was in the car, she's like, oh, yeah, he's got two kids. And Shauna's like, it's complicated. And she's like, no, it's not complicated. I like him. He's nice. And I was like, I know. She keeps going back and forth, and I don't know. Anyways. self-destructive, and that's 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 her problem. Yeah, he's too nice, and she just Mm -hmm. doesn't like it. So, okay. So, back at the cabin, Shauna is up in the attic and she notices the knife is back in the windowsill and a carving of a wolf so she lays down to go to sleep and the camera floats above the rafters and you can see in my notes it says her dairy is gone her diary is gone cut to jackie reading it and just sobbing hysterically (laughs) i kind of laughed i did too (laughs) at the campsite thaisa is awakened by wolves howling and for some reason she's up in a fucking tree and she's got the flare gun and she's got the bone that was around van's neck just rude totally rude that she took that hello you took her fucking talisman you don't even believe in she hears screaming and she hears wolves barking so she jumps down from the tree and runs back towards the other girls at the campsite the girls have fashioned torches just all of a sudden Wolves come upon them in the middle of the night, and they have, like, six torches now that they're waving at the wolves to keep them away. Poor Van has been dragged away from the group, and she is being attacked by this one wolf. Thaisa shoots the flare at the wolf, but that doesn't do anything. So she grabs the axe, and she axes the ever-loving shit out of this wolf. Blood flying everywhere. It is a massacre. This thing is dead, dead. She runs over to Van and kind of rolls her over. Van has had like half her face ripped off by the wolf. You can see her teeth through her cheek. And Ty screams. The end. Yeah. See, Taisa fired the flare, which is red smoke. So it was blood (gasps) in the water. Red smoke. In the red smoke. Yeah. And she didn't have the fucking bone, Taisa. Otherwise, she'd been fine. Exactly. You killed Van. It's your fault. I'm assuming she's dead, but I'm not sure that she's dead. Is she, like, out there with half a face somewhere? I'm very concerned for Van. I may have read something that was spoilery, and I'm not going to say anything. Okay. The next episode is called Flight of the Bumblebee. Anyways. All right. Yeah. I didn't realize she grabbed the axe. I thought she had a stick, and I was like, she is good with a stick. So never mind. I was like, these girls are finding convenient sticks everywhere to do things with. Like, they all went to bed with one in their hand, like, just in That's case. what I'm saying. Just And wrapped at the top with something that they could ignite quickly should the wolves descend upon them. I was like, where'd I get those damn torches in three seconds? No. I could see waking up that the wolves are howling, like, nearby. Like, one of them woke up and, like, freaked out or something. 
But why didn't they wake up while Antaisa went on her dirt-eating, tree-climbing trip? <laughs> Nobody seemed to notice that shit. No, everyone in this show is an extremely deep sleeper. Well, Van didn't wake up when she stole the damn bone from around her neck, so... Exactly, exactly. Except for Adam, who apparently doesn't sleep at all. They're very tired from hiking, very tired. Yeah, I'm very tired from hiking. Anyway, I don't like anyone in this show anymore. I don't know. I don't even care that she's scary. I still like Misty. I don't know. I mean, she's scary, but she's yes. smart. She's, she's smart. Poison that woman's daddy. In she's the threat- home, and she's threatening. Okay she's that. threatening to do it. She hasn't done it yet. I'm sure she's perfectly capable. I'm sure it's probably coming, but she hasn't done it yet. That but you know just- what? It got her what she needed. It got her the information That's that true. she wanted. So I mean, how do we even know that there's fentanyl? I was in just that, getting ready to say. I was just getting ready to say she could be injecting with saline for all we know and just fucking with Jessica. I don't believe for a second that she's not putting fentanyl <laughs> in this job and bringing it to work and giving it to all her patients because she yes. seems like that type. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh boy. I kind of love how crazy she is. I want more of her. I want. I feel like this was a very little Christina Ricci episode, and I needed more of her. Well, I need more Misty all the time. There's going to be a season two. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, I I want to know what do, they, doesn't get cleared up in this season that we got to go on to season two because I no. want the freaking answers, dude. That's what I'm saying because I want this season to end with knowing who came back from right. the woods and. Who is doing this blackmailing? And please reveal Adam as a freaking stalker. I don't even know what his deal is, but like he's not just go with the flow randomly showing up at a hotel. I want to know what happened to Wilderness Baby. I want to know what happened to Oh, God. Obviously, yes. I want to know who killed Travis. Yes. Who is blackmailing them? There's so many questions and not enough answers in these next couple episodes. Yeah. There's not enough answers. Well... Let's see. What could you tell us? Are you a light sleeper like myself and somebody cracking their knuckles in the next county will wake me up? (laughs) Or are you a deep sleeper like Kevin with a Y? Or what questions do you want answered before the end of this bullshit? What what do you want to know? Yeah. Do you have a question that we haven't thought of? Because... There's t- yeah. there's lots more questions. Does Jackie have a thing for Shauna? Is that the thing? Because she has a weird ownership over Shauna that is just unreal. So I want to know if Jackie's got a thing for her. Who is the man without eyes? Like he, the, if you look at the opening yes. credits, he's in there a lot. Who is that? What is that? And who was in the cabin? And is he connected in any way right. to any of this? The rest. What are of these this? symbols? Who did they fucking eat? I need to know that. Let's let's go. Let's go all the way back. Who did they eat? Because <laughs> it looked a lot like Lottie, and I don't know who else would be. So maybe it's got to be Mari. Did they eat Mari? They wouldn't. She sassed somebody too much, and they're like, "Run, don't bitch!" You, and don't then you they eat, eat her. My Mari. I know. They're like, oh, "We're gonna take your sweater from around your neck, and you got to take <gasps> off right now." <laughs> Yeah, because they went from, like, zero to cannibal real fast, it feels like. 19 months is a quick turnaround for cannibalism. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they were eating a deer a day, so, I mean... Yeah, that's true. These are some hungry motherfuckers right here. How many of their friends did they go through? Like, they had to go through quite a few. (laughs) Oh, this is so sad. This this hobby's getting rotten. Time to eat some man. (laughs) I I don't understand. Javi was going through my shit. Let's put him on the flame. Javi, you're first. All right, everybody. Well, yeah, let us know these things. What are your questions? How do you sleep at night? 
any do, any of that. I want to know how do you guys sleep at night? How do you? <laughs> well, you can let us know any of that or anything at all in so many different places like where, Tiffany. You can go to our website at thatsoriginalpodcast.com. You can go and send us an email at thatsoriginalpodcast.gmail.com. You can go to Facebook or Instagram and catch out catch out check out our awesome memes um at that so original podcast you can go to twitter at that so pod um like us review us follow us pledge your undying love and affection to us on (laughs) itunes and stitcher and spotify and all the places and just communicate with us even if you say hey you guys are dumb and you smell like turds i don't know i got nothing let us know you're out there i do know i had a friend that came up to me and said she is not watching Yellow Jackets. She has no idea what's happening, but she's enjoying our coverage of it. It's like she said, it's like listening to somebody like read a novel, or I think just what she said. Mama B, we love you. Thanks for being a great fan. That is amazing. Thank you. We enjoy her very much. Yes. All right. Well, we'll be back with you next week with episode eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Episode eight of Yellow Jackets. Bye. 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 Now I gotta go make dinner. You think it's me? If you really knew, I wouldn't be here. Whoa. That sounded like the wolves and I got scared. (laughs) (laughs) Playing the role of wolf today on the podcast would be my dog, Emily. Emily.